Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing um, that 60s classic, I think, what we call it. Well, I don't know if it's a classic, but well, it's a, uh, and it's probably not known by too many people nowadays. That's true. The remake's probably more well-known. Yeah, you mm. may have heard it before a long you know not anyway, anyway, let's roll so on. let's, let's roll introduce on. the movie i'll introduce the movie so tonight we'll be reviewing bedazzled that was released in 1967 this is the original one not the brandon fraser one that's a remake of this movie mm, exactly uh-huh. so that so the reason why we're doing this because it was the first one and actually um it was written by a comedian called peter cook Hmm. Not by name. Well, actually, it was both. It was written by Daniel, Dan. I mean, um, Dudley Moore, and Peter Cook. Both of them. They both worked on the the script and the story itself. The main script writer was Peter Cook. Okay, just. But they were a comedy duo. Mm -hmm. So Dudley Moore probably added something to it, but the main writing credits go to Peter Cook. Okay. Who also stars in the movie? Mm -hmm. Is the uh, yeah. Actually, um, it's really funny. You got you got Peter Cook and Dudley Moore as the two um, main guys in this, mm. and uh, main actors. Yeah, this is the, um, probably the first. But who's the main one? You reckon? Is it mm. is it Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, yeah, or question. is it shared billing? Probably ah. shared billing. <laughs> Considering that both of them, um, they they will seem to be more the organisers behind the. Um, um, be dazzled because they end up hire, w- hiring dear old what's his name Stanley um, Donnan Donnan to do this there well who mo- produced movie. it and directed it yeah well he produced mm. it and directed it mm, yeah technically yeah Stanley Donnan now anyway irrespective moving right along folks um, yeah produced and directed by Stanley Donnan written by Peter Cook who also stars the movie along with his cohort Dudley Moore um, now I um the figures here might be what they cost back in those days. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, or could be these figures, uh, today's figures. Uh, budget was $770,000, probably American, I'd say. Uh, box office at 1.5 mil. Mm. Uh, and it did some really good home rental sort of stuff. So it did it bumped it up over the $2 million. It wasn't what you call a fantastic, great movie worldwide. It's more popular in the UK had limited, no, had, had some appeal in America, but not as much as, because yeah. obviously English humour is a bit different to American humour. and maybe, Yeah, we've yeah, established yeah. this in the past. Yeah. that Things are that different from country to country. Yeah. When you mm. look at, um, say, um, let me think, what would be a funny guy I know in the 60s or the 70s? Um, let me see. Um, that, I don't know. That Who's would be, um, what's his what's I'll say Bob Hope. Yeah, I'm not Bob Hope. No. Um, I'm thinking of another guy no. who, was, who was funny back then, but today... Oh, Benny Hill. Yeah, Benny Hill. Benny Hill's crap. No, he, no, no. no. It's Benny, Benny Hill was funny, ha-ha, back then, but yeah. nowadays yeah, it's, it's, it's not pretty, so you watch funny. Watch it say, yes, crap, it's period stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. and, and probably his, uh, mm. his popularity was probably greater in America, no, uh, in England and uh, Australia and maybe New Zealand and those sort of people yeah. places. If it, when it comes to comedy, when it yeah. comes to comedy mm. anywhere, guys, I would often like the I like um, Are You Being Served? I like um, Faulty Towers. Um, a lot of other comedy gut people I can mention yeah. care to mention, but English, but one. Yeah. not um, Bill, not this guy. Who? Not the guy. Benny Hill. Benny, Benny Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, Benny Hill was a funny man. Uh, and I, I think Benny Hill actually worked with Rowan Atkinson. Mm-hmm. I think I should say Rowan Atkinson worked with Benny Hill. I think mm, I uh, back in the early days, yes, before Rowan Atkinson, mm-hmm. Rowan Atkinson did his own thing doing Mr. Beans and yes. his stand-up. So yeah, moving on, we're we're digressing. Digressing as per usual. So let's discuss who stars in it and who <clears throat> stars in what role. Well, there's quite a few people involved. Mm-hmm. I'll only go through a couple of them. And no disrespect to anybody living or dead. Now, Peter Cook plays George Spigot, alias the Devil, Satan, Beelzebub, uh, the Prince of Darkness, Prince of Darkness, and all other other good groovy things. Uh, Dudley Moore plays Stanley Moon, 
a shy little man who wants to kill himself because he's not happy with life. Yeah, I think his I think his name's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Reminds <coughs> of Keith Moon. Uh, no, uh, Eleanor Bron plays Margaret Spencer, the uh, the love interest of Stanley Moon. Uh, had he, but Stanley won't talk to her. He's shy. Um, Very shy. Now Raquel Wells plays a bit of a what would you call it, a cameo? A cameo, um, like seven minutes cameo. Yeah, if you and she call. plays Lillian Lust. She's one of the seven deadly sins. Uh, I cannot uh, imagine anyone else. Playing a lustful-looking woman better than she did in this movie. She yeah. was really good. Yeah, even though she had a small, <laughs> small, small, small role in this, she appears on the posters. If you if you look at the posters, yeah, um, yeah, Mike, yeah, yeah. you'll see like um, her a lot in those posters. Yeah, you don't see um, too much of. Um, well, you may see um, um, Dudley and. And Peter oh, in the, the poster, ones, yeah, but obviously, them, but yeah. you see her in a lot of the posters. Yeah, so I won't go all through the other people. They won't, they won't mean much to anybody. I shouldn't think. I often thought when mm. I look before I watched this movie, I thought for a minute that Raquel Welsh was going to be the devil, because um, years later. Uh, in the Brandon Fraser's version, we see a female version of yeah, the devil. Yeah, L- uh, Liz Hurley played mm. the devil. Mm. Yes, I think that according yeah. to the um, producers on the the, <laughs> the remake, mm. they wanted a a female ver- model lady to play the devil. So they kind of went ahead and hired mm. um ha- highly Liz Hurley. Yeah, to play betrayer. I think it's a good idea. I thought it was a, one of their best ideas. It she looked good too. Original. Mm, yeah. Well, not original. It's, anyway, it, was, it was a new idea. They, they, they took Peter Cook's script and rewrote it a tad. Yes. They gave it the treatment. Now, anyway, irrespective. Um, yeah, we did sort of have to remake. Uh, I can't see anything else uh, I can say prior to... Oh, by the way, yeah. Uh, for those of you who know Barry Humphreys... Mm. Comedian extraordinaire. Uh, he also did a, a cameo in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of anybody else I need to mention. So, uh, without further ado, do you want to do your bit? Yes. So, I'll start at the beginning. Good Stanley Moon is um, re- kind of feeling a bit down that he's not able to talk to this girl who he works with at Wimpy's. Uh, w- it's a, it's a, a Wimpy's, uh, for those of you living in America, Wimpy's is a bit like uh, Burger King or something. Yeah, mm. or Macca's or whatever. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like um, a, a well-known burger place in, in the England. UK. In England, yeah. So anyway, he then um, asked, pr- tries praying to, and to God about trying to give him the courage to get get him to talk to the girl's his love interest but Ah. then but his prayers are answered by someone else as it turns out by you know who the devil so the devil are you know very charming man yeah so (laughs) while while he attempts to take his own life dudley's um um stanley moon's life he he kind of stumbles upon the devil and the devil offers him several Uh, wishes seven yeah for, yeah. for his soul. And a formal contract, well, legal. Yeah, yeah legit, whatever. And it was. Well, yeah, it's a really good. Never trust a lawyer. There's some funny stuff in this, and I, I won't go into <clears throat> too much of the information. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, carry so on. So he then signs a contract, and he's. Well, at first, he decides to become. Um, what's the word? To describe this, what he wishes to be. Well, Stanley was not a very confident man and very shy, and he wasn't very good with words. And yeah. he wanted to be somebody who was very, um, inarticulate, whatever. Very, yeah, very. Yeah, he was inarticulate. So he wanted to be someone who could really be articulate, someone who could talk and, uh, and express his feelings, express his feelings properly, and yeah, etc., 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 and be more confident and outward going. And they made him so. Yeah, and mm. he spoke with a with a Welsh accent. I think. Exactly. I think that's what it says on th- Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> he does this, but when he tries to um, g- 
get in the sack with uh, Margaret, she screams, rape, rape, rape. Oh, it, it, they're going really, really good, and she was on the same page and talked about freedom and so-and-so and, and this, that, and the other, and blah, and blah, stuff. and all those good... As soon as it came to the you crunch... Know what? Right, right, right. Yeah. So that ended that first wish. Yeah, and then, well, just so you guys know how he ends up ending the wish, he has to blow a raspberry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's so funny. Well, it, it comes up more funny later on, one of the other wishes. <laughs> yeah, and eventually he appears with with the devil again. The devil's doing a lot of odd jobs little here and there. mischievous little things around the countryside. But anyway, we won't go into those. That's a sideline. Yes. The next um, wish he does, he wants to become a wealthy man, a wealthy millionaire who can give her lots of things and stuff like that. But every time he tries... But, but wait to... You want her to be sexually active. Uh-huh. And when mm. she's sexually mm. active, she's sexually active with everyone else Except but him. him. <laughs> and every time he tries to interact with her, he keeps giving her um, a gift and, uh, yeah, in advance. Yeah, Mona Lisa, a fur coat, a, a jewelry a neck jewelry, bracelet. Yeah, yeah, yeah bracelet. different things. And she just, oh, it's lovely. It's just original. Okay. And uh, then she goes off and has sex with somebody else. And, so, hmm. Yeah, and again, blows raspberry. <laughs> Yeah, what's the next one? I can't... Ah, the next one. Uh-huh. Uh, he comes... He wants... He becomes a rock star. Oh, yeah. This one is really funny. This is really short, too. Yeah, and <laughs> the, I'm not a big fan of the, the lyrics, and I don't like his singing too much. Oh, he's okay. He wasn't too bad. I mean, I do he, like... It was a comedy put on, so yeah. yeah. I do like the, the, the music itself. When you think about it, very sixties sort of a uh, psychedelic type yeah. stuff. Yeah, and yeah. when his um set is over, another scene comes on board. Looks just and like the devil. Yes, mm. throughout the um scene, you see he, the devil pop in here and there. Yeah, he's in every scene. He describes it in in that he appears in many. No, no he, he says there's a little there's a little bit of me in everybody. So yes. he shows up in just every well, he does show up in every scene. Yes. As uh, a fly in the ointment, so to speak. Mm, mm. Yes. Yeah. So he tries, um, he outstages Stanley in this scene. And all the girls go running to the devil instead of Stanley, and yeah. Stanley is and just like back on... to uh, square one again. <laughs> yeah. And the next one, um, um, he actually, it was an accident when I think about it. Oh, he said, I wish I was a fly on the wall watching what he's doing at the moment. And lo and behold... Oh, Julie Andrews. Yeah, that's <laughs> another point. Every time they had to cast a spell to make the wish come true, the magic word was Julie Andrews. <laughs> now... I think that's funny. <laughs> I I don't know why. I but think it's more of a no, joke. But no, it's a, yeah, I know it's a joke. But I'm just wondering why people poor Julie Andrews. But I'm <laughs> thinking about Julie Andrews is a very, back in those days, a very attractive or very beautiful young woman back in those oh, well, days. Known. And maybe Peter Cook had the hots for her. I really don't know. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> so, it was um, Peter Cook's idea. Who well, knows? he bunged it in there, didn't he? Anyway, uh, so... He was the devil. He mm-hmm. wrote the main part of the script. No. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, so... Um, they appear as flies, and Stanley is not pleased because he didn't. That, well, he was tricked into saying um, what he wished yeah, be careful, for. We're careful what you wish for. You might get it. It became a fly. Yeah. Hey, peachy. Yeah. While this is going on, um, Margaret is trying to find out what happened to Stanley because she's called in by the police to investigate and possible possible chance that he may have committed suicide. And actually. Where the fly, where they appear as flies, are actually in the mortuary looking at dead bodies. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and um, and the policeman's she, hitting on her. Yeah, the head policeman guy <laughs> is hitting on her, and dearest Stanley doesn't want doesn't want this happening, so he tries to fly in and tries to attack the inspector. But unfortunately, they he had to blow a raspberry to save them from getting zapped by plastic spray. <laughs> flies don't have lips like ours yeah. and tongues. Probably well, not a tongue, but they can't. He can't go <laughs> easily. <coughs> so um, mm-hmm. he, he he managed eventually to get the <laughs> out. <coughs> Excuse me, oh, I've had this cough for the past four months. Um, yes. Yeah, so the next wish, mm-hmm. uh, well, it pretty much stands. You first think it sounds legit because in this one he says, 
that the devil suggested that maybe you should wish that you were you were both happy <clears throat> and well healthy people and you and have two away, wonderful kids and, in the away, yard, and away from the nightlife and, nice and then and social life stuff. and everything in this yeah in secluded area not house the country and then the next minute we find out that she's married to someone else and she's just in having an affair with Stanley on the side but nothing happens there because it's not and Peter Cook playing her husband whatever his name is uh, is one of the nicest guys you can meet yeah. and they felt so guilty about they're having an affair and they they broke up their relationship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was funny. And the next moment, um, <laughs> Stanley has um, second thoughts about doing his next wish. I don't want another wish. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and he tries to walk away, but um, the devil doesn't, ha- you know, say take no for an answer. Not in a nasty way. He's um, a nice guy when you think about it in this movie. Mm. And he tries to... Um, to uh, get get um, Stanley to relax by taking him to an amusement park. Yeah, and stuff. Anyway, we that's where sometimes these yeah. things he he just yeah. leaves them off yeah. edge. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, and they, they sit down here and they he, he he documents this right down to the nth degree. He wants to be able to meet his girl, this lady, love of his life, for the first time, mm-hmm. and her to fall madly in love with him. They want in a quiet place, no distractions as to your life, blah 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 blah, and everything else. Yeah. And unconditional love and everything, everything you, you can wish for. But he left one or mm, two little things out. Yeah. And he became a, a nun. A female. A too. female nun in a nunnery uh, where the nuns weren't allowed to speak to each other. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a silly um, situation. I thought it was really clever. He's a, he's a, he got everything he wished for. He didn't specify sex or location. No. So. So. So he didn't get any sex. No. In fact, um, yeah. <laughs> um, he then um, runs back to... At first he tries to blow a raspberry, but it doesn't work. No. Yeah. And nothing's happening. The devil's not listening to him. Yeah. Why is this so? Mm. Well, he runs back to... Um, um, the devil's um, club. See, yeah. he has a day oh, yeah. he, 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 he has a day job. Yeah. Yes. He runs a club. And, and yeah. he asks him why he hasn't responded. And he says that you've used up all your wishes. Because you, on behind the scenes, he also bought him, him an, a raspberry... Um, what was it yeah, called? Yeah, a, a, a raspberry ice block or something. Yes. Like that. And he's, he, he said, that, that wasn't one of my wishes. Well, it was. Yeah. Oh, well, and then he said, oh, by the way, here's a sixpence to borrow from me for the ice block. <laughs> and that was rather cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, and now that dear old Stanley realises that he's stuck as a woman and a nun. What, yeah. What worse fate can well, draw upon you? he didn't look like a female, though, did he? No, in fact, he still looks like yeah, Daniel Moore. Dudley Moore, yeah. Yeah. Mm, so then, he's yeah. not changed um, completely. Like he hasn't morphed into a woman or anything like that. No, it did, didn't look like Rachel Wells. No, mm, no. No. What a shame. Yes. Mm. So no, anyway, me. So while Stanley's grieving, <clears throat> everyone's celebrating. Dear old, the devil's going to go to oh, heaven. Yeah. To, well, to, well, we have to digress here. Mm. The the devil and God apparently years ago had a a bet on who could reach. Uh, I think it was one. One billion souls. One billion souls. One, and the devil won. Yeah. And he, and part of the thing is that once he got one, over one billion souls, he was allowed to apply for a place in heaven again. Yeah. Hmm. And so, um, well, while he's getting, while they're having a part, bit of a farewell do, whatever. No, sorry, 100 billion, not one billion. Oh. 100 billion souls. Okay, mm, 100. Mm, mm, a lot. So, um, he, so... So the devil goes away and gets himself dressed in his white attire, whatever. He's al- he's always wearing a little bit of red here and there. Oh, he always had a, a dark suit on with red socks or something or other. Oh, yeah, 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 I think it's a bit of a subtle hint about uh, him. He likes red. Yes. Anyway, mm-hmm. eventually... Stanley feels a bit grieved, like he feels like all he all he need wants now is to become himself again. Exactly how he wishes it, wants it, and the way he would have, should have would have. But been. the only yeah. way he could be mm. himself again is to have his soul. But unfortunately, he doesn't have it. The devil got us. He's a little kit bag. But mm. eventually, the devil kind of feels pity for dear old Stan and says, um, "I'll give you." 
Seeing as I have all the enough souls to... And I've got a couple extra. And a couple extra. I don't think I need yours. I'll give it back. Yes. Yeah, so he gives back the contract and tells them to burn it and, and then... He said, once you burn it, everything will go back to normal. Yes. Mm. And Stanley um, heads off with the... Um, Contract while the devil goes off to heaven, the heaven to, to talk job, to God. For his, for his job interview. <laughs> of course. Um, um, dear old God, well, he, he fails the interview. You don't see God. Oh, he hears a voice. Oh, yeah. He hears a voice the, of God. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's an interesting location for the heaven scene. Yeah, it's a very scene. beautiful place, yeah. Yeah, not, a, not clouds, just a simple um, landscape, yeah, you know. Yeah, nice it looks, it looks, like, very a, it looks, like, looks like a big greenhouse conservatory, something or other, all these plants. It looks very beautiful. Um, and yeah. Yeah, exactly how I imagine if, if heaven was. Heaven would be really nice, yeah. There, and there would be no grasshoppers and stuff to eat the plants, no yeah. caterpillars. Anyway, and, yeah. so he failed the entrance exam, whatever, because um, he, um, he, well, he, most, he, he, he did a good deed by giving Stanley his soul back. But and he said he let loose it. That made me feel really, really good. And he's not, you're not supposed to feel really, really good. You're supposed to do it because it's the right thing. Yeah. He said, you did you did the right thing, but you didn't do it for the right reason. So he didn't get accepted in heaven. <laughs> so, he's, yeah, so, so the devil has, gave, has been sent back to earth to continue his mischief. Yeah, you and know? eventually he tries to get Stanley to give him back the soul and try to give it to him. Properly, but um, Dill Stanley has uh, already burnt it and is back to being his ordinary self again. Too late. And he finally ha- ups the courage to ask Margaret out. And, and she says that she's busy, she's tonight. busy tonight, but maybe another day. Sometime another lovely. day. So he's given the chance. See? And she then, didn't say no. Mm. See, he was shy. How many, how many years was he working there with her? Four years or something? Like yeah, say so four. four or five years. I mean, yeah, yeah. you've been there and didn't ask her out once. What is wrong with this man? Right. Eventually, the devil appears and tells her, him, um, I'm willing to let you go out with her, you know, tonight, tonight and, every and every night. night. But um, Stanley, well, he realizes he wants to do this on his own now. He's going to have a go and by himself. Old, lovely. And God yeah. just laughs in um, <laughs> on the devil's <laughs> head. And the, yeah. the devil says in his revengeful term, okay, I'll go for the world with um, tasty freeze and, and wimpy burgers. And I'll make this whole this whole world so noisy you would be sick of it. Yeah, yeah. And he says, no wonder you have so few friends. <laughs> and then the devil, I mean, God continues laughing while the devil continues looking for new victims. The end. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this, you you <laughs> might be hearing some funny noise in the background. It's called rain going down our gutters and different things. It's peeing down raining here at the moment. So if anyone says, "Oh, there's noise in the background of your audio," yeah, well, it's raining. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> that's pretty much the whole movie, and I think it's not too bad when now, you think about it. Now, uh, uh, what are we gonna do? Uh, I, I, I'll go into my usual bit about critical responses. I, it's sort of mixed bag. I won't go into too many. Um, the film was well received in the UK. Obviously, a UK movie in England. Obviously, it's English humour suited for English people. Okay. Uh, it didn't fare as well in the United States. Obviously, it had um, mixed reviews there. Some people who appreciate English humour obviously liked it. Mm. Uh, even on things like um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 78% approval rating. Mm, cool. um, some of the people uh, from the different magazines and newspapers gave it a reasonably good uh, review in most cases. Mm. Some thought, well, oh, it, it was campy and whatever and yada, yada, yada and blah, blah, blah. But overall, they thought it was a halfway decent movie, at least. You know, and that, you know, Because, I mean... You got to look at the movie. It was a comedy. It was not a serious movie. Mm. It was. I wouldn't say it was done on the cheap, but it was done quite well. Uh, that was pretty it, cool. It was a good basic storyline. It was a fun movie. It was not made to be a main contender. I don't think to rival the top movies of its day. It was just a good movie made in that period. Mm-hmm. Now, saying in that period, if anybody watches this movie today, you got to remember it's done in the sixties. Three. Uh, um, and yeah. reflects the, the 60s style 
humour, the way they did film acting and film making. So it's a bit different of today. It's a bit like looking at a silent movie. It's different. Mm. So uh, if you're going to look at this movie, you have to allow that fact. But I think it's a good movie. It's been done well. Mm, I uh, think so. Yeah. Originally, this it was titled, at earlier stages of development, it was titled The Sale. The Sale. That's a good name. I'm glad, Actually, I'm glad it's called Bedazzled, not the sale, because who wouldn't want to Well, the sale doesn't sound like you're going bunny sailing or something or other. Well, or, you get, or something on sale at, the, at Woolworths or something or other, or, yeah. or Walmart or something or other. Or, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've got to admit, though, whenever I think of this movie, I do think of Raquel Welsh a lot. Oh, Raquel looks so good, and she wasn't wearing much, so... You think of um, yeah. hey, what, movie, what what movie she's in? I think One Million BC. Mm. About I think it was about the same period. She wasn't wearing much in the poster for that, wearing a little bit of fur around the breast and a little bit of fur around the bottom bit. Mm. Well, she's, she's wearing a bikini or a bra and panties and this, and she looks so damn good. That body of hers was lovely. I um, thought she was great in the Muppets yeah. um, when she was a guest. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. she was in the Muppets show and one yeah, of the yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people say if. You haven't made it unless you've been on the Muppet Show, you know. Uh, <laughs> honestly, you know, um, Alice Cooper was on it. Wasn't Vincent Price on it? Um, yes, yeah. and uh, Mark Hamill, I Mark think. Mark Hamill, yeah. Mm. Other good people, mm. and all of us, singers and actors, and yeah, everyone. and Roger Moore too. Yeah, Richie Havens, I think, was on it. Maybe it wasn't. No, no, and he, I no. think Bob what, Hope was, was on there too. So Bob he was, Hope? and yeah. he was a big um, star for his day. Oh. He even did charity works and, he and did, uh, well, comedies. Uh, well, you, unbeknownst to you, possibly. Uh, one of the Vietnam War was on. He he did a lot of these CSO shows. I heard that. They, they went out there and he he, he would um, go out religiously. I don't. We could be once or twice or three times, a year, whatever, and go around and see the troops in the in the war zones and bring um, musicians and pretty ladies. And he'd do a comedy routine or two and whatever. And it, it was because these guys up there, there's no TV, there's no video, nothing. They're out in the war zone, mm. and they'd bring a show to them. And mm. it's uh, Bob Hope. With like him, hate him, whatever. I think the guy was a funny man and made some good movies. But um, as a, a a British person going to live in America and embracing the um, American uh, community mm. uh, the way he did the country, um, uh, he's um, yeah, he sort of pledged, pledged allegiance to the American flag. And he was, I think, he went in there and he spoke uh, for uh, on behalf of the war movement, right, fundraisings and different things. He was really a proactive person during the Vietnam War period. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and as, other than Raquel anyway. Ralph, who plays Lust, um, she, there were other role. sins, um, you know, the, the um, well, the seven, seven deadly, deadly sins. There's sloth and there's yeah. greed and there's avarice and there's anger and, and whatever. And there was, um, um, what's the word? Vanity. Vanity. Yeah, it's all, all the good seven deadly sins. And they're, hmm. they're all alive and well. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah <laughs> in this movie, um, even though they don't get top billing as um, Raquel or else, I mean, even well, though... Raquel was well known. And then, see, see um, a lot of English movies had the odd American actor in it. I think I think back in those days, there were a lot of back-to-back -back arrangements of the studios. Mm. So they would throw a couple of American actors in different movies and stuff. Mm. This was a, a, a lower-budget movie, but had ubiquitous American actor in it. Mm. Raquel, yummy, yummy. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Very yummy. Mm. But there were some really good funny holla, holla. moments between <laughs> different um, um, sins. Like yeah. um, the fact that war is very pushy and, and, you know, the one that's, um, the one of the deadly sins w was war or violence. No, no it wasn't. Yes, anger. it was. It was anger. Anger, anger, sorry. Anger, not war. Sorry, it was anger. Anger, they got the front door of the club. Sorry, He's anger. He's a bouncer. Yeah. I don't, I mean, he was wearing a t-shirt said, that said, make war, not love. <laughs> as, as an angry person would. Mm. <laughs> I kind of it's hilarious when I look at that shirt. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't mind getting a t-shirt. Don't make make war. Nah, no, I'm, no, no, I'm a lover, not no, a fighter. No. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I I did like um the um other ones like Vanity uh, Envy. <laughs> she was pretty we're, we're, funny. Yeah. Uh, and Vanity oh, was who was. No, Envy was Barry Humphreys. He was going to lay on the bed saying, "Oh." Yeah, Hello. I got a horrible room. You haven't seen it. This is a nice room. This is his room. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he speaks in that feminine um, accent, which um, I kind of like. Well, love. Barry Humphreys, I believe, is gay. Mm, I, 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 I could be wrong, but I believe he is. Uh, I could be wrong. 
Uh, but he's always put them. He, he used to do a, a show, a stage show, dressed up as a female a lot. Dame, Dame Edna Everidge. Yeah, well, yeah. I do like that feminine voice. It looked, it, was, it sounded funny and sounded oh, amusing. Oh, hello, darlings. Yeah, yeah. And I did like um, the vanity guy, even though he doesn't speak much. He was a goth mirror. Yeah, yeah he, he, well, he carried around a mirror that's a, that's big enough to that to cover your whole view of anything. Yeah, you know, he strapped his belt from him so you couldn't see where you're walking, and he fell downstairs. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious yeah. that bit. I do like the um the 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 um skit some of the funny bits moments between um Dudley and Peter a yeah, lot. Yeah, it, 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 in between each of the wishes there was a bit of a skit where they yeah they, they, they see Peter Cook being the devil was had part of his job was to create mischief, little mischief as well as big mischief. So he's doing things when he is first. Talking to Dudley Moore or Mr. Yeah. Moon Stanley uh, in his office or back of his club, he was doing things like, you know, open up a bag, a box of uh, Agatha Christie novels and ripping out the back page so he wouldn't see what the climax was. Uh, he's getting a, a new record out of its cover and putting a scratch on it and putting it back in and sending it off to a shop. That sort of stuff. Little, little, little funny little things like that. and talking to a pigeon saying, now come on, darling, go and poop on that man over there. Yeah, <laughs> I like him when, he's, when, he, when he's releasing the bird. He says, go, go ahead, yeah. release your, your doo-doo. doo-doo. Yeah, it's, 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 really, it's, it's crap, puerile, rubbish, and yeah. it's funny. I do like yeah. the other one he, when he was, um, let me see, what was it? Um, when he was... Um, um, playing a, a guy who is um, a door-to-door green, uh, uh, well, just a guy oh, who's no, offering... Oh, they, no, they, they came around in the van, this lady's house says, I went from the someone said, green something or other mouthwash company. Yeah. You know, Do you have 10 bottles in your cupboard? Oh, no. And, and still a lady was sent down the road to buy 10 Her bottles of this mouthwash. If, they, if she came back and answered a simple question, she would win... Um, hmm. Something rather, I can't remember what it was now. Um, something rather, and a date of our, a, a, a date of Alfred Hitchcock going to dinner or something. Yeah, yeah. can't remember what it was. I mean, yeah. she left, went down the road. The shop came back. They went in there and started eating strawberries and cream out of cupboard and whatever. And, yeah. and when she came back, she couldn't answer the question. And they said, "Are oh, you four foot ten pounds for that as well?" Yeah, he took money <laughs> from her uh, container. Yeah, thing. and Dudley Moore, or Stanley says, well, um, that wasn't very nice. So what do you mean? And, and the devil says, what do you mean not, uh, wasn't nice? She was prepared to lie and cheat to win the competition. So she, I just, just got penalised. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so anyway. It's a little thing. Yeah. so cute. Another one I liked was when he, um, they were strolling down the, um, the, you know, down the street and the devil is changing the parking meters yeah, to... Expired. Expired. And writing tickets. And writing tickets. And I reckon there must be a guy doing that out yeah. there. I've been caught a few times, guys. And there was a moment where um, he explains why he um, was banished from to hell. Because God was loved. Yeah. A very lovely guy. He's a very lovely guy. Yeah. And then people walked around, they had the angels and everybody going around, oh, you're low, so yeah. lovely. And, yeah. Yeah, so and then he just won a bit of the action. Yeah, there was yeah. a scene where, a skit where he... Um, he gets up on a, t- um, a post office box, one of those red ones, and he tells him that, uh, pretend I'm God and you are me. And and he says, all you have to do is dance around and say how wonderful I am. And so Dudley does a bit of a for dance a routine for, like, say, about a few, like, one minute. And he says, this is getting boring. And, and he, he said, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I thought the dance routine was funny, especially yeah. the... Um, the um, gestures. Yeah, and the devil, and the devil, I keep thinking that was probably all well, all done by Dudley or oh, whatever. Not, but it, not, yeah. um, no, not scripted. Uh, no or anything choreography. Like that. No, no, that would have it would have been in there. Just dance around <laughs> here, whatever. But I uh, said that's. I just wanted a couple of angels to walk, worship me. That's all it was. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, so yeah. It, it was quite funny the way it was done. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it, there's no, there was no what's the word? They weren't making fun of religion or anything yeah it's just a look at the old faust story where uh yeah faust sold his soul to the devil for whatever and yeah, yeah i so mean they just re- it's a retelling of that there, story i yeah. think there mm. were people a few people out there who question put the movie to question yeah. about whether it's a, a bit of a threat to um 
you know, religion per se. I remember the same thing happened with Andrew Lloyd Webber's um, Jesus Christ Superstar. A lot of people put that up to question wow. whether or not that would threaten the future generations well, here's of Well, something of you Bible. don't know, because I lived through that period. Mm-hmm. When that came out, well, gee, back in the early 70s, um, the church actually accepted it. Mm-hmm. They thought it was a good thing. Because even though it wasn't 100% accurate in its presentation, it said it made people go to the theatre to see something semi-religious and made them a bit more inquiring and might have dragged some people back to church. Or or not dragged, encouraged them to go to church and seek more information about their faith. So they weren't terribly, the church wasn't upset about it. Yeah, it's just yeah. that other people like oh, yeah. people protested yeah, about it. Always someone going to be protesting. All the do-gooders out there are saying, "I don't like this because it's, it's not what I think's really good." Yeah. But what about the rest of the bloody world? You know. Yeah, I think that I often think it, when it first came out, it probably it was called into question um, how how much information they're going to be using and and how truthful they'll keep to the story. Well, okay. Like we got on religion, okay. I'm going to take you back through a few things here. Back probably in the '60s, they made a movie called The King of Kings. I, don't, I can't remember who made it. Um, I, I can't remember the name of the actor at the moment who played Jesus, a really handsome guy. Um, mm. My daughter, my other daughter, thought he was so lovely, and, and he was a very nice guy. Um, but he the point the most is, beautiful, bluest eyes yeah, I ever did. But anyway, see. irrespective. And the point is. It wasn't historically and biblically accurate. It was a movie based on the life of Jesus, or the end of it. Mm. Uh, And um, it was a good movie. I was in a Catholic school at the time, and they even got a print of it to show to the kids in school to give you an idea of what Jesus was like back in those days. Yeah, I remember another version a while back, which um, my sister at the time objected to it because she thought it was too dark and I said to her one time that mm-hmm. well she didn't like it because no that's the greatest story ever told yeah that's the greatest story uh, the other one the yeah, other one. yeah. that one she put she didn't like the um, how dark it was it was a darker but, one yeah but back it? then but, they didn't have too much candlelight they probably no, had I don't to, think she meant darker that way this darker and deeper I know and drama wise I know it was this warm and fluffy like the King of Kings it was not supposed yeah. to be like no that. but it was, it was a heavier going mm. yeah but we could move I think Michael Rennie played Peter or something in it. Mm. yeah um, I mean mm. when you think about it, life back then was hard and, yeah, was. and tough and, yeah. and, and, look, well, you, and not um, a pretty much um, a woman for flee time back well, then. Well, you bring it forward now, they've done the Passion of the Christ. Now, that was made by Mel Gibson, was it? Mel Gibson, yeah. And yeah. Uh, they even did that in the Aramaic language and stuff. I'm amazed and how they did really that. And that was really brutal movie. And people were going, nothing like anything else has been done before. Yeah, um, I, I've always to hmm. think that Mel Gibson. Gibson. Um, he, I think he, um, it was his way of showing the world that well, he, how wasn't Catholic. he, he was well, he's Catholic. Yeah, yeah. He's Catholic, bear in mind, and, and, and he yeah. must have um, wanted to put portray do his own version, of, uh, as accurate as possible. As to accurate what he, as possible, he, as I think it would. You know, so get the romanticized stuff out of it yeah. and try to make it as accurate as possible. Yeah, and he wanted to. Yeah. I think he wanted to show the um, gory yeah. side to. Yeah, well, not the gory what, side. Well, no, it's, the, what, the brutal side, the what brutal Jesus actually went it. through. So yeah. the only reason I talk about this is because, I mean, if you make a religious movie or even hint at it, you know, The Passion of Christ, King of Kings, uh, Great Story of a Told, all that sort of stuff, even Ben-Hur and Moses, you know, that sort of stuff, um, it's not going to be frowned upon by the church if it's reasonably accurate, uh, accurate or proactive in uh, making people... Um, start thinking about their spirituality. So they're not going to go, oh, we don't like any of these things. Well, I'm sorry. The church doesn't uh, doesn't squash everything. If it's halfway, if it's pretty good, they'll let it go. So where do these other do-gooders go along and say, I don't like that. Let's get it cancelled or squashed or taken off. Nah, grow up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Let I'll... the church do it. Mm. Not these little, these mother's clubs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I seem to remember when I was watching Emma, I mean, um, The Exorcism of Emily of Rose, whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that in that story, it it said that, 
um, to sh- to let people know that God is alive and well and yeah. around is to reveal the um, show that there is the devil out yeah. there too. Yeah, and yeah, that's it. Exactly to, right. To get the pre- the impression that not only is there a, there a darkness in this world, but there's also it's dark light. It's dark a lot. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and th- this wasn't meant to be a spiritual discussion, but we're just saying that. When you make a movie which touches on spirituality, uh, religion, whatever, as long as it's not der- bad and negative and derogatory, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, it's No one's going to really complain about it as long as it's done in good fun and yeah. good taste. And, and, this yeah. is, and that falls in that category. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that does a bedazzle move of Brendan Fraser. Well, mm. same thing. He was a, he, he, he sold his soul to the devil. And mm. and at the end, the devil actually wanted Brendan Fraser as as her partner because she was a female devil. And she liked Brendan Fraser. And that's at the end of the movie. And that one says, she got her man, mm. <laughs> I believe. I think I, I haven't seen that one for years. So I think oh. she actually got him. Uh, no, actually, in the end, he he, um, he actually yeah. made a he made his last wish was that he wishes for the girl he liked to have a good life, and uh, he, that was a sort of it kind of cancelled out the contract because it was, um, a, it was a, a selfless act. Uh, what a good way to cancel a contract! <laughs> yeah, meaning he was willing to um, give um, give his last wish to someone else. Yeah, yeah, see, and so yeah. Daniel, um, that, that means he got his soul back too, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. Oh, well, lovely. In the end, he he ended up with someone a lot more better. And the uh, devil, Lewis Hurley, wasn't too bad. I got mad. I did. I did like the fact in the um how Lewis Hurley. <laughs> I did like the the um, the movie that one, and there was also a deleted scene where there was a where he's a rock star, which was oh, never yeah, in this, yeah, yeah. never in that one, the new one. Yeah, yeah. The, the end. It's a shame they never used that because yeah. I would have loved it if they brought some stuff, some elements from the previous other. Yeah, but they one made him a sporting star in this one, in, in the Brendan Fraser, one, in this basketball one, player or something. Yeah, or but in this one, he was yeah. kind of in the deleted scene. It was like um, a hard rock, sort of like psychedelic, um, heavy, rock. psychedelic rock stuff. Yeah. But they couldn't do it. It wasn't going to work. Because well, it was psychedelic. It was more like um, in in Brendan Fraser's oh, one. Okay. It was more of a um, Alice Cooper type one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I, I haven't seen the movie for years. So sorry. I must have a look at that one again. It's, I'm, I'm ashamed that they. You know, it never came out in t- in the new Bedazzled, for gosh sakes. It was a bit sad. I kind of looked it up when I was looking at the scenes from that movie. Ah. Mm. Anyway, irrespective. Irrespective. It was a shame they never used it. It would have been um, an awesome take on it. Yeah. And, and a little bit of an interesting step. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ah. ah. Anyway, uh, I can't think of anything else I want to talk about. I mean, we got into spirituality, for uh, sure, but only because we're yeah, likening it to other movies and stuff here. Uh, and people's perception of it. Now, uh, I don't want to bore these people any more than we have to. Yeah, so um, I guess this would... Um, let's see. This you is about, rate it? Yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll rate it now. Yeah, okay, I'm going to give it... Yeah, I'll give it about a nine, I think. Yeah. I'm going to give it um, a nine, too. Yeah, I mean, it could have been a bit more polish on it, but yeah, apart from that, it wasn't but a bad But I do movie. like the fact they use locations around the UK. I don't yeah. mind that too much. No, that's the whole point. I mean, some people, when they're making a movie, I don't know about America so much, but uh, in England, especially Hammer uh, Studios, you do a lot of location stuff. Yeah, I certainly yeah. liked it that um, how much... I do like um, UK comedies back then. I especially like the um, uh, Monty Python ones too. Uh, Monty Python, the um, TV show. If, if you're familiar with it, I, I think that I, I think they went well. I think they went global. The, the Americans would have known Monty Python a lot. I think uh, mm. Life of Brian. Um, that's yeah, all, I remember that's watching movie, yeah. the TV show when I was little. TV show was interesting, yeah, but you had to be. Stupid, no, um, no, and no, no, it's it was really weird humor. You had to be really switched on to British humor to really appreciate <laughs> it. So, um, it's some was just so weird mm-hmm. and quick, yeah, and some was just her, <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that, that, it's funny, it was funny, mm-hmm. but okay. Yeah. yeah, but you got to admit, the other humor was pretty cool. Like, I do like George and Mildred, and 
Yeah, let me see. Um, are you being served? And Faulty Towers. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's mm. one of Frank Spencer in it? Um, uh, some of us have them. Yeah, some of us will have them. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, it's, it's a really good, but that's really weird humour sometimes. You're going, and some of it's rechanneled through every episode almost. And after the end of the season, you start getting tired of it because it's just it's been same stuff's been turned around. But I mean, mm. it probably happens of humour and other things all around the world. They make they've got a theme and they just flog the theme to death. Mm. And oh, this guy's got this thing about blah blah blah. So we'll bring it to just about every episode. It gets tiring after a while. Agreed. Uh, yeah. But anyway, you got you do you got to admit though it's a lot better than most other TV shows. I think today Mike and I were discussing um, some other some uh what's his name uh the guy who does Time Tunnel and the uh, yeah uh, bug likes uh, uh when Alan Alan or something uh, Irwin Allen. Ir- Irwin Allen. Irwin yeah, Allen. Yeah, yeah. Um, mental block. Yeah, Irwin Allen. See, yeah, he, he made a lot of that. He made a lot of um adventure sci-fi yeah, and, made, what, and fantasy time, stuff. The time Tunnel, uh, Land of the Giants, um. Uh, um, the ocean one. Voyage one the sea. Um, he had a, his his finger in a lot of pots, and he also made movies. Yeah, and the interesting thing yeah, about this is that man. he never got um, well enough money to um, get or enough people enough approval by the productions no, 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 no. to allow him to finish the stories. No, that, that's not what we were talking about. I was talking about Lost in Space. That was an Irwin Allen one, as far as I'm aware. I thought we established it wasn't um, Irwin oh, Allen. Oh, no, yeah, but that's all the thing. Uh, because some of the shows didn't have an ending. And Lost in Space, that could, I think, yeah, that was done by someone else. And they were going to go for fourth season, but they said, oh, we're not, uh, it was starting to cost too much money, so we canned it. Yeah. Uh, and that happens to some of the other things, too. So yeah. you mentioned Gilligan's Island the other day, yeah. same thing. That, that was three they, seasons, and then it. Cut it. They cut it without actually getting him off the island. Yeah. So they did a movie later on, Escape from Gilligan's Island yeah, or something like that. Yeah, two or three movies they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And Return to and different things. But, yeah, that's, I mean, you would think if they're going to cut the season, uh, the uh, the series short, they should have something there to wrap it up. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, we're running a bit short. We all want to spend money on something else. We're going to kill it. I mean, at least it's up in the air a bit. You're going, what are, what are you doing, guys? I mean, yeah. people, you're supposed to be entertaining people. It is making money for you. I don't know. Why the hell are you yeah, doing it to the people? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I often question that. And I do question the fact that Lucifer, the TV series, that yeah. they haven't, uh, I haven't heard any news whether or not they're going to be doing it anymore. No, it think, left it on a cliffhanger. No, I think they are, but the coronavirus had it back. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so whether they're going to pick up the bat and run with it again, I don't know. Yeah, uh, or whether to bring the guy that we saw at the end of that one, the God guy. He did, God, he came to, I don't like it when my children uh, uh, argue or something rather, and that was the end of it. Yeah. And then it was, okay, we're getting ready for the next season, and it yeah. was supposed to be the end of last year, wasn't it? Yeah, are we going to see more yeah, of him? Or they, yeah, no, the point is, it's it left a lot of questions. Last year, the coronavirus stopped all the production. Yeah, it has. So, um, I haven't been online to have a look at it. Have you been online to? I've been, um, well, been sniffing checking, around. sniffing around, but I haven't heard any news. Can you Facebook uh, anybody? Uh, in uh, Lucifer? Yeah. No. <laughs> I think everyone is um, trying their absolute hardest to find information, but it's, yeah. it's still a little hard. I, lo- I, I love the Lucifer TV series. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, um, it's fun, entertaining, mm, yeah. and worth watching. He's a clown. Than I love it. What's his name? Tom Mills? Yeah, yeah, and I like the fact... He's a funny guy. He's and I like really the good. fact he, he was also a pastor's son, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's really... He's playing the devil, and he's a pastor's son. Yeah. Alice Cooper, the epitome of evil on stage, is a pastor's son. It's always his wife. Not that she's a pastor or anything. She, I just mean her, her dad was a pastor. Oh, I like pastor. Pastor. Spaghetti, yeah. Lasagna, yeah. Oh. Wrong oh. pasta. Oh, right, okay. Anyway, um... Anyway, where do we go now? Um, we're yes. boring these people now. We're uh, just yeah, talking sorry, about, guys. We're talking about rubbish now, so... I'm sorry about this. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out for our next review, TV view, whether to do Time Tunnel or yeah, we, yeah. the... 
Land of the Giants. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm at a, I'm sort of torn between two yeah, of these yeah. productions. You haven't done too many TV series. We've done the Discovery of Witches and yeah, like to, what else did we do? Did we do another one? Um, we did a Lucifer, Lucifer and a yeah. lot of others. No, we uh, haven't done a lot of them. Like, I've only done a couple of TV okay, series. Okay, a couple. I've done more movies, so it's about time we did another TV series. Yeah, and most mm. of them are a mi- some mixture of movies that did two TV series too. Well, hey, yeah, we can actually we can do. Like the librarian. Well, hey, we, um, we, we have done that, have we? Yes, we did. No, we I'm running out. I haven't got Alzheimer's before anyone makes a comment out there. Yes. It's just that you know, I've done so bloody many. Uh, yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, I'll, I'll I'll let you guys know what the verdict is in whether we'll do Time Tunnel next time or the oh, Land of the Giants. Oh, Voice Bob and the Sea. Well, maybe. Because that's some good stuff. So, I mean, there, there's there's three good shows there. Yeah, mm. well, we'll let you guys know the verdict. And we'll, we'll pick the best one, we'll we think. We'll pick the best yeah. one. But, Although, we might, but we might refer to the other ones as well as... Yeah, because... Yeah, we don't bore you here going, oh, what's, here's another Irwin Allen. Irwin yeah, Allen was pretty much an awesome creator pretty, for yeah, his I mean, time. It's, like I said, as far as where he, he did oh, several really, really good uh, TV series, uh, he tried to keep the budget down. Mm. And that's where the problem is when the budget started to creep up a little bit. The production, the TV, the production company said no, no. it's getting too expensive, and they, they mm. closed them down. But he also uh, didn't he make Towering Inferno? Uh, I think he did. Well, he's made one of those sort of movies like that, mm. and he he can make a really good movie, and he can make a TV series, on, you know, on, on a bit of a shoestring budget. And yeah. you go, wow. You know, yeah. Well, you've got to admit, you got to admire those people who can work with a budget and. Yeah. Still make a good movie out of it, yeah, or TV exactly. show, or whatever. I mean, yeah, I don't want to cheapen anything, but if you, after I think, it was George Romero who did the um, Living Dead movies. Yeah, George. George Romero, um, Alfred Hitchcock saw his movies, yeah. and he he's doing these movies on a shoestring budget, and that inspired uh, Alfred Hitchcock to start doing some of the same things. I think about the time he made Psycho. Was it? I think. I'm trying to think. No, I, I read somewhere that he was inspired by the likes of George Romero making a low-budget movie of reasonable quality. Hmm. Because you know, Alfred Hitchcock wanted to make movies. Hmm. Uh, and he, he's getting trouble funding at different stages. And I think that's why he went back and used his TV crew and stuff when he made uh, Psycho. Because hmm. he still had these guys hanging around. I think it was someone else that inspired him no, to do that. He taught, no, I'm pretty sure it was George Romero. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, because George Romero is the start of the, the cheap movies. Yeah. The mm. cheap, good movies. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out if, it, if he started, um, um, when uh, he started um, living, um, neither living dead. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I didn't say, I didn't say that was his first movie that he said, but he saw what George was doing mm. and he, he, he took inspiration from what George was doing. Mm. Making a movie on limited budget. Oh no no it's not him it was actually sure. um what's his name um, I'm sure um Castle oh William Castle yeah William Castle he was the inspiration for um oh, it was George Romero mm, nope okay. sorry I've been I, I have been uh, corrected it was William Castle who also did inexpensive low budget movies of reasonable quality yeah I was trying yeah, to remember yeah, that's right yeah I mean, no I, I think you're right did William Castle do Haunted uh, House on the Haunted Hill and a yes, few things yes Haunted House on the Haunted uh, Hill and that sort of stuff yeah and, mm. and they were inexpensive and movies and both of them yeah, um, low budget did yeah. a few uh, you know the um yeah. Gave it a bit of a mood. Yeah. That's what really inspired yeah. your old oh. Alfred. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. run on a budget and uh, and make still make a good movie. Hmm. Sorry, George, wasn't you? It was William. Sorry, hmm. my mistake. Yeah, I can't remember everything. Hmm. But, that, but thank you for correcting me. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway. I could be wrong again. No, you could. could no, be. you could be right because I mean, um, it's the same period. Yeah, true. Um, and they both yeah. work in the same industry. Yeah, yeah. But the William Castle was also uh, a low-budget worker. You know, yeah, he worked in a low-budget sort of industry. Yes. So, um, yeah. before, so let's finish it up because we're going I... too long. So, <laughs> so this is Sarah Stevenson. Oh, Michael here. Bye. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye, Bye guys.